At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is v Best Bets. Giving you v top talent, handicappers, and guests to catch you up on what you may have missed. Here we go. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. This show is brought to you by DraftKings in 30 minutes. Julian Edlow on the program from DraftKings. We'll talk about tonight's NBA card. Jeff Seeley later on on the golf tournament this week with his best bets. He loves a top 20, by the way, this week. Joe Osborne. Coming up on the show today, uh, Super Bowl trends. He already made a bet. He could not wait to bet it, in fact, on Sunday night. And Doug Kazarian will be in studio for a full hour a little bit later on today. Looking forward to that. Uh, We've known Doug for a long, long time out here in Las Vegas. That's going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, we'll sprinkle in plenty on the Super Bowl as well, Paulie. But it seems like we have some pretty big NFL news to get to before that. And that would be the surprise twist in the coaching saga yesterday as I think everybody expected Ben Johnson to take the commander's job. I know that some people thought the Seahawks were still in play for him, but he decided, how about that? He decided to stay put as the OC for the Detroit lions. That is a, that's massive news for the lions. Yeah. That is huge mm. because the guy was so good calling the plays with that design how good the offense was in general. People panicking about, well, we're going to see the real Dan Campbell once this guy moves on and takes a head coaching job. He didn't do it. So uh, he, and we saw, by the way, what happened this year with a team like Philadelphia when they lost their coordinators can play a huge part in uh, not sustaining that level of success. Adam Schefter tweeted this out after uh, he broke the news. He said, Ben Johnson was not the head coaching lock that people thought. Boomer Esiason used that word and Call, others. Called it a lock? To Washington. Yes. Okay. Done and, deal, yes. And his asking price spooked some teams. Mm. You know, the American public, they've had a major problem with athletes' salaries for as long as I can remember. Are we going to start to hear the same backlash when coaches are getting $15, 20000000 million a season? 
Yeah. Probably not. Well, I wouldn't have a problem, too, if I'm a Lions fan, if, if the OC makes more than the head coach. No, no, no. Right? I wouldn't have a problem with that. Uh, some people speculated that this could hurt his chances down the road because he's, he's pulled his name out uh, late in the process, and Washington thought it was they were close, and that's ridiculous because just look at Josh McDaniels and what he did to the Colts. It's a major win for the Lions. Huge news. Great for them. Good for Ben Johnson. He's only 37. He'll have plenty of opportunities. Was the Washington job really that good? When you look at it, and does this open the door now for Belichick? Is Belichick back in the mix now? And maybe he doesn't sit out the season because we thought this was going to be the landing spot anyways. Not Atlanta, that he was going to go to Washington and there was a mutual admiration society. So now this opens the door. I don't know what what's the holdup in Seattle. Uh, maybe it is McDonald. Maybe Lombardi's going to get that right and others. But uh, maybe this is the Belichick's landing spot with Washington. Yep. Seems to make a little bit of sense here. And I think they're also nuts if they don't make that happen now. Yep. Right. You, you, and it's not just Belichick, by the way. If the commanders can't land Bill or I'll throw out Mike Vrabel after whiffing on Ben Johnson with new ownership, I, I know what you're saying about potentially. They also have the number two pick overall in the draft. Um, you need to make this work. Mm. Like, you're not the Carolina Panthers. You're not going to get Dave Canales, no offense. You need to get a better coach or a guy that is thought to be someone, like Belichick would make a ton of sense right now. And if he wants whatever, it's 12 million bucks a year, that's the going rate, make it happen. Ben Johnson wanted a lot of money. Did he deserve it? I don't know, because he's never, you know, been a head coach in his entire life. Some guys are awesome coordinators, not great head coaches. So I think we would probably know more of that in like two or three years. If you're Washington, but, you can block the Cowboys too because there's a good chance McCarthy is out and Belichick could be coaching the Cowboys next year. Uh, now you see reports that Jerry hasn't ruled it out and the, and the Eagles were interested in Belichick. Where Okay, well, he was available if, if he just would have done the right thing. Not so much maybe in Philly, but certainly, uh, and a lot of people are off the Sirianni train, but certainly in Dallas, as McCarthy should have been let go. When's the last time the commanders were relevant on the football field? Oh, God. RG3? It has been. Yeah, that's more than a decade ago. Yeah. Fun to watch. A team to worry about. Sure. A team that can make a deep playoff run. A team that had a a future you were excited about. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Gibbs, if you don't want to say RG3, because they didn't, I don't think they won a playoff game. You got to go back to Gibbs then. Mm -hmm. So odds are up, globally speaking here, where Bill Belichick's going to be at next season. And currently... There's not even an NFL team listed. You can only bet on which network he's going to go to as an analyst. They got them all up. Amazon, and if Amazon's the shortest shot on the board at two to one. Mm-hmm. NFL network, and then the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. We're almost, we're in February tomorrow in Washington. It still doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, I would be severely disappointed yeah. in that region of the country. Yeah. If you get news today that, uh, nah, no interest in Bill Belichick. He's got, you got to target the guy now. Yeah. You have to. Him sure. or Vrabel. Lock it in. Make it happen. At least have the conversation here. Again, he was awful as a GM and evaluating talent through the draft. And again, we've been over that. They never signed a guy since 2013 to a second year, a second deal. But you just saw it with no one's better with the game plan. Also, when he got involved late in the season with offensive play calling and how they they ruined Denver's season, went to Pittsburgh and won. I mean, he's a genius. He's a GOAT. So the fact that you could come in and bring him in there immediately and be relevant and, and maybe, who knows, go 500, you never know. Sure. Which you can't, you can't rule out the possibility that division's open. Number one, no one ever, ever repeats. You go back to 2004, don't have a repeat champ. And Dak could get hurt. Cowboys could be a mess. 
Who knows what happens in Dallas with the lame duck situation with McCarthy and, and certainly Sirianni was exposed. Yeah, right. I have no idea what to make of Philadelphia going into next that's year. That's right. Yeah. But great job by the Lions. And boy, is that a sexy division. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, that is, uh, I mean, as as sad as the Lions fan fans were after halftime on Sunday night, this helps ease the pain a little bit going into next year. Because that would have been a very painful one-two combination to give away the game like you did in the second half. And then, uh-oh, they just assumed yep. Ben Johnson was gone. And then this actually was a little bit of a silver lining for that entire organization. And now it's not like you're not a team that continues to be a laughingstock here. And I'm glad he did this. Good for him. Yeah. The other, How about the other big news? So maybe Belichick's back in the mix with Washington. Johnson stays put. Brady doing interviews saying he is getting reps and working out with Burkhart. Tom Brady's going to do this. He's, I don't know about Belichick, and I don't know if Bill will be good. And I don't know about Tom. He's making all this money now, and then Greg Olson going to get demoted. As, uh, this, is, this is only in this business, right? The only profession in America you can start at the top without any experience or qualifications. What, what's your experience? Well, I played the game. Okay, yeah. it'll be great. Here's, here's 30 million a year. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, it, it, maybe it works, but this is, who knows what the, uh, look at Romo. Everyone loved him year one. People people can't stand him now. Sure. And Romo certainly has been awful the last couple of years, and his performance has gone downhill. I like Aikman. I love Collinsworth. But now we're going with the quarterback route here where it's, okay, see how Tom Brady does. Yeah. And he's going to – and also the other thing, I think it's a media creation. He is polarizing, uh, and I did throw it out there on, on social media on Sunday because people are saying let th- this can't be. Someone's got to land Greg Olson. I don't think the guy's any good. Well, pe- some people love him. I absolutely. There is, and I think it's a lot of people in the media though as well. But I just think it's a, was the popular thing to say and tweet. I like Greg Olson. I like you know what people were saying in the media, and I can't stand him. Number one, he never shuts up. Number two, it was the old Tool song, right? He has a lot to say. He has a lot of nothing to say. Uh, he hedges every comment he makes. And the other one is he's not opinionated. He won't rip officials, and he won't rip coaches and game plans. And somehow people think this guy is uh, a great analyst. So I don't think the other thing is we don't know with Brady's lack of experience and and lack of reps what he'll be like and if he will even come close to uh, deserving that salary. Because you certainly don't tune into an NFL game to watch the announcers. Yeah. Um, Does it seem odd to you that Tom Brady is going to be like in the late window on Sunday afternoon? It's not really considered a primetime game. Is that bizarre to you? Like, he's not on the, the Sunday night game. Yeah, yeah. He's not doing Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. He's not doing Monday nights. Here, here's 49ers Seahawks. Exactly right. Yeah. On a Sunday at 425 Eastern time. Yeah. Or whatever the big matchup of the day is that on Fox. But if he takes it seriously, if he preps, which all indications are that's what he's going to do, uh, I'm sure he'll be really, really good. That was, wasn't that the uh, downfall here on Roma the last couple of years? That's been the criticism, and that's from people inside that work with him. Right. He's phoning it in. And not doing the, the research and the prep work. Well, okay. And getting so exposed every I Sunday. Think people, hey, Jim, oh, here we go. I mean, okay. Yeah, I think the analytical crowd liked Greg Olson because he, he did embrace like going for it on fourth down. I wonder where Brady's going to be at with that. 
because he when he retired again, like analytics were around for sure. I mean, he only retired last year, but like at the tail end of his career, that's when analytics were really getting heavy. Yeah, he played for a long time. I would I want to say where Collinsworth was big into it. You're right. It wasn't exactly like the number one dominant thing that we hear about all the time today uh-huh. and how teams need to embrace the new information, the new numbers. Is Brady going to be that way? Is he going to be a little old school? Is it going to be a combination of the two? I'm sure as long as he puts the time in, the guy's going to be awesome. I'm surprised. Do you think do you? Tom? You yeah. think Tom Brady's going to embarrass himself? Oh, good point. I know. There's yeah. he, he has way too much pride. I'm surprised he's doing this though. Well, the money's nice. I kind of appreciate it, you know? Yeah, okay. I just would, go would travel ever, and just, go, you know, date models so and I. just have a rotation, like yeah. a, live like DiCaprio. Would you ever want to hear Aaron Rodgers, knowing what oh, we God. know about him now in the broadcast booth? Yeah, right. That's a hard pass. Mm-hmm. But Brady, I think, is going to be, you know, again, I, also $37 million a year. Well, who saw this you, coming, you what you these guys be. make, right? When you had the wars... And, and the bidding wars over Buck and Aikman, and you just saw what the money was they're throwing around yeah. here. It's like, okay, well, I work a couple days a week. Fine, sign me up. Romo started, Buck, Aikman, and now Brady setting that's, a whole new bar. It's another thing, right? If these teams are spooked by Ben Johnson's asking price, what was it? What was it 10, 12 million maybe a year? Brady's yeah. making 37 million as an yeah, analyst? Yeah, yeah. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber to get access to daily sports betting articles, betting tools, power rankings, and picks sent to your inbox every day. Head to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN's best bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up 
on a VSIN Pro annual subscription and get your first year for only $199. Just use the promo code PRIME. Get access to everything on that brand new vsin.com website, including our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which vsin expert has the hot hand, betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, betting systems, premium analysis, 24-7 video access, plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember to use that promo code PRIME. Get your first year of vsin Pro Access for only $199. Sign up today, vsin.com slash subscribe. Alongside Jonathan Von Tobel, I am Tim Murray. Got a nice night of college basketball as we're keeping our eyes on it. The Marquette Golden Eagles continue to put it on Villanova as a dog. The ninth-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles catching points, and they lead 30-13 to 13 over Villanova. 14th-ranked Illinois trailing Ohio State early in that one, 26-23. Texas Tech with a nice eight-point lead. JVT was intrigued by this spot. TCU coming off of a, was a triple overtime? Triple overtime win against Baylor. Yeah, and uh, North Carolina right now with a, I believe, eight-point lead over Georgia Tech nearing the eight-minute mark in the first half. They are also fifth-ranked Tennessee trailing at the half to South Carolina, 30 to 26. All right, Super Bowl 58. I don't know if you heard. It's going to be here in Vegas. And it's uh, not this weekend, but it's next weekend. To break down Taylor Swift's travel schedule, it is Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports. Uh, the line moved a little bit back towards San Francisco. Open two and a half, Frank. Went down to one, one and a half. And now we've seen a little bit of movement back to two. Money line. Uh, plus 125 or so, uh, plus 120, excuse me, uh, if you do like Kansas City. So early feel from a side perspective, have you fired yet? And uh, if not, which way are you uh, leaning right now? Uh, not yet. Uh, I got some 49ers futures out there. Got to figure out how to play this. But part of the problem is I do like the Chiefs and it feels so square, but I just think they're playing better. They have the much better quarterback. Andy Reid, his record off a of bye is unbelievable, right? Like everything just lines up for Kansas City in this game. I, I, I get why somebody would like the 49ers from week one to now. They've been the better team than the Chiefs, but that just seems like a long time ago. It's not, but it seems like this dominant, unbeatable 49ers team was just ages ago. I, I think ever since the Ravens went in there on Christmas night and smacked them around a little bit, I think this aura of invincibility is just gone from the 49ers. I think every team goes in there thinking we can beat them. The, the Chiefs are going to watch the tape of the Packers game and say, Packers outplayed them. Why can't we? They're going to watch the NFC Championship game and say, Lions, if they didn't trip all over themselves, they were going to beat the 49ers in San Francisco. Why can't we beat the 49ers? I just don't think anybody's intimidated by San Francisco right now based on how they're playing. And the Chiefs defense is, is playing fantastic. And, and they still have the baddest dude on the planet. So everything, right. I haven't fired yet, but everything for me right now is just, I'm going to have a hard time going against the chiefs. Frank, how do you weigh like what they've done here offensively in this run? I'm talking about Kansas city because you know, you get a, a, a Dolphins team beleaguered by injuries. You get a beat up bills defense. And then you watch them against Baltimore. They get shut out in the second half. Like are, are we, are these issues that we've seen for Kansas city fixed? Uh, how do you feel about that? How do you parse this run that they've been through? Cause we've seen both sides of the coin. Very good question, because I'm sitting there in the second half of uh, the AFC Championship game saying, boy, is the offense fixed? Because the first half, they were great. I, I mean, Mahomes starts 11 of 11. He just looks like the same old Mahomes. 
I, and, and in the second half, but I think part of that is just the Ravens are a really, really good defense and they finally showed up in the second half. I think the Chiefs look, the Chiefs aren't going to put up 42 points. It's just not going to happen. Mahomes didn't have that kind of year. The Chiefs didn't have that kind of year. Brock Purdy threw for more yards per game than Patrick Mahomes did this year. Go look it up. It's not an explosive, great offense, but I just, it's so, I hate this kind of analysis. I really do, but because it, it's so simple and it just seems so like I'm not even watching anything other than a quarterback position, but how could you go against Mahomes in a big game like this? I, and I've gone against him the last three weeks. I'll be honest. I got to take it three L's because <laughs> I thought, oh, it's going to be cold. The, the Dolphins could go in there and keep it close. I thought, oh, the Bills at home, they're a much better team. I thought the Ravens are the best team in football this year. And they're at home. Why Why can the Chiefs beat them? And every single time I'm left sitting here saying, maybe it's just smart to bet on the best quarterback in the game and the best coach in the game, too. And I, it's it's simple, but it kind of sometimes simple. It, it actually catches some tickets. I mean, that's exactly what I said, Tim. Now, I also think the 49ers are going to win, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> Frank Schwab joining us here. Look, I, I, was, uh, I was pretty confident, probably too confident in the Ravens last week, Frank. I did not hedge off my Bills future, uh, my AFC future two weeks ago, so essentially I was betting against the Chiefs, so I I'm, I'm tend to be with you here. Let's flip it over to the side, or to the total, excuse me. 47 at DraftKings, 47 and a half. No surprise here. Early bets, 73% of them coming in on the over. Um, like I said earlier in the show, uh, I think if you want to bet under, just take your time. There's no rush. If you want to bet over, you know, maybe this does tick up because the, the public does tend to have a say here. My initial lean, Frank, would be towards the under here when we talk about this Chiefs defense and as good as it's been. And Steve Spagnolo, uh, I thought, completely uh, outcoached uh, Todd Munkin there on Sunday. 49ers defense, though, has looked a little bit leaky here uh, lately. So what would you uh, say early thoughts on this total? Yeah, I lead to the under two uh, for most of the reasons you said. Uh, she's defense. I think it's underrated. I think people know it's good, but it is good. I, if you look at Josh Allen's stats in a divisional round, throwing anything past, what was it, like two yards past the line of scrimmage, it was horrific. I, they had nothing going on other than dump offs. And then to hold the MVP of the league to one touchdown in the AFC championship game, really, really impressive stuff in the chiefs. And like Andy Reed, he gives Steve Spagnolo an extra week to prepare. I think he's going to have some stuff cooked up for, for Brock Purdy in this 49ers offense. Uh, and and the, as we talked about the chiefs offense, isn't the type of offense that's going to put up a ton of points either. It's not going to be last year's super bowl. where it's just back and forth, back and forth. So I can see a low scoring game. I think the chiefs, just they could win a, a low scoring game as weird as it sounds because they've never been that team i really do kind of feel like they're situated pretty well to win a low scoring game or just keep it low scoring in that under 47 caches along those lines of thinking when it comes to coaching over the weekend we were talking about super sports had put out an, uh, a graph of win probability added over expected by coaching decisions right timeouts decisions to kick all these sort of things shanahan was last frank among the four uh, coaches wow. in afc wow. championship only in the championship round so of those four but still do you trust shanahan in this regard because we've seen we saw the end of the court the uh, game against or excuse me, the end of the first half against green bay we've seen any big moments are, are we sure that shanahan has exercised some of these demons when it comes to game management and i don't he's just a conservative guy and he makes mistakes there like system wise if you you give him an offseason to devise an offense. He's great. Like he's one of the best, coach, maybe the best coach in the NFL that way. But when you get in the heat of a game, he will make mistakes like that. And things that take points off the table for his own team. So 
I mean, yeah, but Andy's had his problems too. Let's not, let's not forget that. Like Andy for years and years was, you know, everybody joked about his clock management and I'm not hundred percent sure he's over that too, but yes, it's something that factors in a little bit. I, I think if, if I, if you like the Chiefs, like I think I do, it kind of nudges you that way, right? Like Shanahan's going to, going to make the wrong call to wrong spot. He, yeah. There, look, it's, it stinks that this is around his neck until he wins a Super Bowl, but 28 to three, he's the offensive coordinator there. 20 to 10 against the Chiefs uh, four years ago in the Super Bowl. They lost that one when he was a head coach. And even blowing the NFC Championship game with a 10-point lead against the Rams two years ago. He, they have a way of, of letting leads get, get away from them late. And who knows? Maybe that happens again against a really, really good Hall of Fame coach. And real quick to that point, Tim, uh, Andy Reid was third amongst the four quarter or four coaches in terms of uh, that metric and also the worst amongst first half uh, first half timeout usage. So to like Frank's point, like there's been some times where Andy Reid uh, holds on to him a little bit too long. Frank Schwab, Joining us here on VEASAN, covers the NFL and some sports betting. Uh, they're over at Yahoo Sports. Uh, big NFL news today, Frank. I know you and uh, Jason Fitz broke down uh, the the Lions collapse and all of that. And, you know, we talked about it briefly yesterday. Just who would you feel more comfortable putting a future on next year? Would it be the Lions or would it be the Ravens? And my my initial thing thought was the Lions because of the NFC being a little easier but I fully anticipate Ben Johnson to be gone. Ben Johnson staying. What does this mean, in your opinion, uh, for the Lions moving forward? Oh, enormous. Uh, we don't really take enough stock into which coordinators le- left. Uh, the prime example Ask is the, the Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. So, yeah, <laughs> that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Like We were just like, oh, they'll be fine. Who cares if they lost Gannon and Steichen? Well, they weren't okay. Uh, the, the Lions, to me, if you're asking me, Ravens or Lions, easily Lions. And, and that would have been before even Ben Johnson came back. The Ravens in a tougher conference, in a tougher division. They got a lot of defensive players going to be free agents, whereas the Lions have a lot of cap room, not a lot of free agents coming up. They're situated pretty well. It's just tough year to year in the NFL to win. I'll tell I'll say this one. Who would I rather place a future bet on right now at the odds, the Packers or the Lions? I'll take the Packers. Mm. I don't know that necessarily the Lions are just walking into another division title. This is the NFL. It is tough year after year. They're situated well, great rookie class, great drafts, all that. But I still have a little bit of skepticism that we're just going to get right back to NFC time. We didn't cash our NFC North future this year. Next year it is JVT on the Packers. Hey, Frank, great stuff, man. We appreciate it. Enjoy the Super Bowl. VSIN's best bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VSIN Pro annual subscription and get your first year for only $199. Just use promo code ANG. Get access to everything on our brand new VSIN.com website, plus our daily best bets with the leaderboard to see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, and 24 7 video access, plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember to use promo code ANG, though. Promo code ANG, folks. That's promo code ANG, as in A numbers game. ANG. <laughs> Get your 
first year of Visa Pro Access for only $199. Sign up today at Visa.com slash subscribe. I totally faked out Kelly there. I went in for the lunch and he, and he said it one more time. Kelly's also running a uh, a live book back here and he's just answering phone calls <laughs> with a visor on in case you heard the, the phone background. There's a lot, a lot of arm swinging going on because I got to run back to our little control room. There's, there's power outages here, so we're, we're fighting through. Best listeners of the game. We get tweets. Larry Fresh. Kelly, you beautiful arm swinging bastard. <laughs> Colin Murphy uh, with images of uh, someone doing the Colin, uh, the uh, Colin McGregor. Is that his name? Colin McGregor? Conor McGregor. Con- who, Conor McGregor. What am I saying? Conor McGregor walk, walking to the uh, snake exhibit at the zoo. Corbin, on the extensive arm swinging, me and my cousin work together. It involves a lot of driving around. We like to play a game where if we see someone walking slash running with passion, we have to rush and blast the radio to the first song we can find. <laughs> and Doug Wedge, SSG and John Henry dropping $3 billion on golf for funsies. Meanwhile, Red Sox opening day starter is Lucas Giolito. Yeah. Good point. And then LFC title records. Going back to the national anthem bet yesterday, my mother's a huge Reba fan and named her Chihuahua Reba. This may be the first time I will be consulting my mother to help handicap a wager. By the way, uh, the Visa newsletter, Bill Aidey, uh put out our uh, Reba segment yesterday, and he said... Uh, I can't. I can't do it justice. Here it is. He just put a link. <laughs> he was like, "I have no comment about this." Will Hill joins us, everybody. You can follow him on Twitter at not the Will Hill. Uh, he has his own podcast as well these days. Should have bet more. He, of course, is also the star of the Bear Bets Pod and the Mega Pod. Though he's sitting this one out today, sitting out the lifestyle one. It's Will Hill, everybody. How you doing, Willie? Gilly, what's going on? I'm, I'm on a little early today. I know how it is. Just get the ginger guy out of the way early and get rid of him. I, I know how it is. Um, I'm surprised in those tweets there were no uh, Raquel Welch Seinfeld references. Remember that one where uh, Raquel Welch, she doesn't move her arms when she's tap dancing? And, oh, and that's then right. Kramer has to tell her, and Kramer gets a Tony, but then she snaps it in half. That's one of my favorite ones. Can we just have a moment for Raquel Welch? <laughs> oh, man, was she something. Uh, okay. I remember that episode? I remember that episode. Yes. <laughs> they didn't. They did not miss a trick on that show. They caught every one of those little nuanced things. All right, Will. I asked you off on the break. I was like, hey, because Kelly and I are going to talk about it. There was some more movement in the NBA MVP market. And you were like, uh, not much about that. But I did make some baseball bets. What did you make in baseball? Bet some season win totals. I've, I usually do pretty well on these, so we can just get into them. I, I did bet over 103.5 with the Dodgers, who just added James Paxton, who, look, well, he, he's going to get hurt at some point. When he pitches, he's healthy, sort of like Glasnow, who they added to. To me, this is just a regular season juggernaut. They're going to win their 105, 106. They're going to bury these teams night in, night out in the regular season. So uh, I'm sure October will come around and they'll get swept by like the Cincinnati Reds in the division round, and it's just it's becoming uh, just uh, almost, um, you you know, it's, it's it's incredible how that happened last year and the year before against the Dimebacks and the Padres. But to me, they're going to win so many games in the regular season. So I bet they're over. And this this is sort of correlated with it. I bet under 60 and a half for Colorado. Uh, they're just going to get killed in that division. I know the division games aren't uh, you know as prevalent now. It's not 19 against your division opponents. I think it's down to 14. But still, that's still a lot of games against your division. And think about who they have to play. The Dodgers, 14 games. The Diamondbacks, who are getting better, younger, uh, or just in a World Series. The Giants, who are, are still a decent team, uh, despite all of their egregious cheating, always. And <laughs> who else is in that division? Oh, the Padres. The Padres were 1-12 in, in, in extra inning games. So, like, you're, they're going to get killed in that division. 
They have no pitching. Rockies are an under for me. Just an unsubstantiated charge. Just going after the host is what he did right there. By the way, thank you for uh, for correcting me when I was doing the Reba thing yesterday. I compared it to uh, not being able to bring the total down uh, in the same way that they couldn't bring down a total on Lincecum versus uh, Oswald. But you you corrected me that in the division series it was actually Lincecum versus Halliday. So thank you for that. I appreciate that uh, correction. That yeah. was a loser for me back in 2010 game. One of that uh, NLCS. Yes. Cody Ross, I think hit two homers and, and, and young Willie lost some money on that one. That was, was it, uh was it CS or DS? I think it was DS. Wasn't it? I don't know. I can't remember. I think it was the CS. Okay. I think it was the CS. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So you're, by the way, I, that thing you said about baseball, I just want to point this out again. Here we are in January and we'll file it away till October, but it really is getting ridiculous, isn't it? Like the Dodgers-Yankees thing, especially the Dodgers. Like every human being on earth who is great at baseball, we will grab you for our team. Uh, we will win an insane number of games in the regular season. And then, again, the incongruence of the baseball regular season of 162 games versus these best of threes and best of fives. God help you after that. Like, it's just, what are we watching here? That too. And how about just the fact that like, can you imagine like not that long ago when a scenario where the Cy Young winner was uh, not signed? Like we got a couple weeks till pitchers and catcher Blake Snell's out there. Bellinger's out there. Yeah. Like th this off season, there's no juice to it. One guy gets signed a couple guys here and there. And it just, it's it sort of just, uh, it, it's very strange the way it drags out. There's no juice. There's no buzz. He's just got th these guys go until uh, who knows when, I don't know where Snell's going to go or how much he's going to sign for, but, but I can't imagine like in the nineties, like th this would be the biggest story ever where the Cy Young winner is going to go. Now it's like, nobody talks about it. Nobody cares. He's not signed. It's just strange off season. No juice. Hey, has MLB network given out the rookie of the year awards yet? Or is that still pending? I can't <laughs> I forgot when they, when their I schedule is. What's it, a week from tomorrow is the NFL awards and the MLB awards the same night. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick college basketball tonight. What do you have? I took Georgia plus six uh, against Alabama. I think that's 672 on the rotation number. Don't want to get Fez all upset. I know how he is with the rotation numbers. Uh, I just, I don't like this Bama defense, especially on the road. Georgia's not a bad team. So I'll take the George, I'll take Georgia plus six. And um, I'm fading Kentucky here. I took, um, boy, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on who Kentucky's playing. I, I, I took Georgia plus six and Florida plus six with the Gators uh, in Kentucky. Kentucky's got some injury issues. Uh, Kentucky's loaded with talent, but they have some issues rebounding defensively. So uh, I, I will take the six here with the Gators. All right. Special numbers game investigation has uh, turned up that Super Bowl 58 is 11 days away. We really got the guys on this one. Um, what have you bet so far? First of all, besides props, what is your position on the game itself? Back and forth. Uh, it, it's interesting where it gets hard to go against Mahomes. You said it well. It's hard to go against Mahomes, Andy Reid, Spagnuolo, especially Andy Reid and Spagnuolo with extra time to prepare. Um, especially you're getting a point or two here with Mahomes. Thing is, though, if they played this game three weeks ago, six weeks ago, nine weeks ago, San Fran would be laying four, four and a half. So mm -hmm. what do you value more, the season long stuff or do you value more the fact that the 49ers have not played well, really should have been out twice already against Green Bay and against Detroit. Or do you value the fact that Kansas City's playing better and San Francisco is playing poorly? I, it's a hard balancing act. I don't have a lot of conviction on a side right now. I have bet a couple of props, but 
I don't know. Let me ask you, like, do you, do you take that into account? Like, hey, if, you, if they played this game a month ago, San Fran's laying yeah. over a field goal. Are we overreacting here to a couple of games? I feel like San Francisco, I'm not ready to pick them, but I feel like they are being discounted here a, a little bit. No, I, I said it Monday. I said it Tuesday. I will probably say it all 10 days that we do this show before the Super Bowl, which is you do have that Christmas day where the Niners got crushed by the Ravens and the Chiefs got crushed by the excuse me, Chiefs by the Raiders and the Niners by the Ravens. The Niners probably are five or six point favorites after that. Anyway, that's Christmas. Right. That's Christmas. That's a month ago. And yet, if you do the T chart, the Jimmy the Greek T chart of check marks, and I know football isn't played this way, but if you go coach versus coach, all right, check mark Andy Reid and Spagnola, uh, quarterback Mahomes, check, uh, tight end, well, body of work Travis Kelsey, lifetime, right? Even though Kittle's great, uh, kicker, absolutely Butker, defense, right now as they're playing, Chiefs, like the Chiefs get every check mark except for the massively big one for the Niners offense. So, you know. That is a pretty fascinating handicap, and I think that's that's the macro way of trying to decide who's going to win this. And I don't, quite frankly, I still think the Niners are the. T- I sort of feel like the Niners are going to win. Kind of feel that way too. It's interesting. These teams played four years ago in the Super Bowl. Obviously, it was the great 49ers defense against the great Chiefs offense. Now the 49ers have the better offense. The Chiefs have the better defense, which is is weird how it's flipped. Uh, the the one final thing on this, I've been on this theme for the last month or so. We've talked about it. Is it possible the AFC is just a lot better than the NFC and there's a bigger Such gap than a, we thought? All Such along? a great point. This is your best point, I think. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you just you look at the, some of the cross matchups, um, you know, Baltimore buried San Francisco, three of four San Francisco's four losses. I don't count that final 49ers loss against the Rams that week 18 49ers lost to PJ Walker and the Browns. They got beat handily by the Bengals. Um, and obviously they got killed by the Ravens on that Christmas game. The Ravens buried the Lions, uh, even the Dolphins who beat nobody good, beat the Cowboys. The Bills buried the Cowboys. You just go down the line here. These AFC NFC head to head have gone really in favor of the AFC in the AFC. So maybe there's just a bigger gap than we thought all along. That is, to me, that's the biggest check mark for the Chiefs. You're absolutely right. Look, the Chiefs just beat the Dolphins, Ravens, and Bills, right? Not in that right. order, but here in the postseason. And what's the Niners' best win? The Cowboys? So, yeah, I mean, like, it, that maybe the biggest thing of all of this is staring us right in the face and we're all just overlooking it. He says after he just said he thinks the Niners probably win. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty fascinating. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN's best bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Get on board. Your first year, $199. Promo code FTM. Check out the brand new website, the leaderboard, who has the hot hand with the best bets, the betting splits, show you where the money and bets are moving every game, unbelievable dog videos floating bathtubs, whatever you need. And the Super Bowl betting guide, best bets, everyone's favorite prop bets. Promo code FTM, first year 199, vcin.com slash subscribe. Julian Edlow joins the program now. He's with DraftKings and a show called The Sweat, which is on weekends here on vcin and the DraftKings Network, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern time, Saturday and Sundays. Uh, Julian, thanks for the time today. We appreciate it. We're coming off of a late game last night. The Warriors defeated the Sixers by a dozen. And now what to do in the MVP market? Because MP, uh, you wake up today and you see Embiid at 15 to one the, to win the MVP. He can only miss a couple of more games throughout the entire season. And then last night, Kaminga landed on his leg. He had to leave the game in the third quarter. He needs an MRI. What is your advice here with the MVP? Yeah, I mean, MVP wise, when I when I sent these topics into Luke before I went to bed early on the East Coast, I wanted to talk about MVP when Embiid was like shorter than five to one. And then I go to bed and Embiid gets injured again in a market where he had already missed those couple of games. And it was looking like it was kind of getting away from him just in terms of probability of playing enough games to win it. And then he gets hurt in that game, a game that he wasn't playing well to, to begin with. And the market flips upside down Embiid who was as short as plus 140 10 days ago is now 15 to one. Uh, so Jokic is odds on minus 120. You see it on the board there. It, it's hard not to give it to Jokic any year. Like we're getting to that point last year. Everybody thought it or a lot of people thought it should have been Jokic over Embiid and it went to Embiid. And then we saw that play out in the postseason and make everybody look silly. I kind of have my eyes on SGA here still at three to one. He's been the guy I've had my eyes on throughout the course of the season. If OKC gets the one seed, how much, how much does he have to do to kind of win the award over Jokic? Who's obviously the more valuable player, the best player in the NBA. We always get into this conversation with these awards. Like what does a certain guy have to do to win it from the guy everybody knows is the best player. What does somebody have to do in the NFL to win it over Tom Brady? What did somebody have to do to win it over Jordan in the nineties? I think OKC having this type of turnaround and, and getting the one seed and SGA putting up, you know, 30 plus points per game on the shooting splits and efficiency that he's doing it with is enough to potentially take it from Jokic. So I, I I'm not laying juice with, with Joker. I, I can't do minus minus one twenty. I, I think it would be SGA or pass for me in, in the market. And I know you got like Luca shooting up with the 70 points, Giannis with all the triple doubles. I don't know if they can ultimately get there. So SGA would be the guy for me at this point. Okay. Very good. This is a very tough card today. There's a lot of big point spreads and you also have several superstars are questionable or may not play. 
Uh, let's start with the Nuggets Thunder game and what do you want to do here and and what would happen if, if the superstars sit this one out? Yeah, so let me go through the laundry list here. Jokic is questionable for the Denver side. OKC side, SGA, Chet Holmgren, and Lou Dort are questionable, while Jalen Williams, the the Jalen Williams that starts and plays on the wing from Santa Clara, um, is out. So OKC is is already a little shorthanded and has the potential with with those other guys questionable to be even more shorthanded. But I like I also can't bet the Nuggets with Jokic potentially uh, out. So this is a, it has to be a wait and see game. You can't start plugging away with this many names on, on the list, but it like if Jokic and SGA were to, to both miss, you see the total there at 229. that one took a ton of money uh, already since, since the lines came out. If those guys were to miss this game would absolutely be an underplay for me. You take those two type of offensive efficiency guys off the floor. It's going to be a completely different game, even with the rest of the talent on the floor. And then you just look at it. If SGA were were to miss this game, you go through the the OKC side of things. Who's that guy that is going to take over the the bulk of of the efficiency? And it's you know Jalen Williams is already out, so you start to look at Josh Giddy props. You start to look mm-hmm. at Kaysan Wallace props. Those guys are going to have to pick up a ton of slack, whether Holmgren and Dort play or not, because Holmgren's doing his thing in the front court. Dort's more of a three and D guy. So if SGA were to miss, there's going to obviously be some guards on the OKC side that you can play. And then when, uh, if Jokic were to wind up missing for Denver, that one becomes a little more difficult. Um, Deandre Jordan plugs in, but is he a guy that you want to be betting props in at this stage? I don't know. Um, if we were to get Peyton Wallace props, if Jokic were to miss, those would be something I would be very interesting in. In. But again, a lot of moving pieces here. Let's wait and see. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Julian Edlow, our guest with DraftKings. His show is called The Sweat Weekends, 8 a.m. Eastern Time on the DraftKings Network and right here on VSIN as well. So I think some people may be waking up today noticing this uh, Timberwolves line against the Mavericks. They're going to be like, it's going to be an eye opening, giant. Like, wait a second, what? The, the Wolves are 14? Well, what the hell's going on here? Can you explain why the point spread is so big in this game tonight? So a lot of people out for Dallas. Luke is out. Kyrie is out. Derek Lively is out. And then Dante Exum and uh, Derek Jones Jr. are both questionable. So we can essentially call it a punt game for Dallas, even if Exum and, and Jones were to play and get out there and eat some minutes. So this is now going to turn into Tim Hardaway Jr., who is always tremendous when when Kyrie sits uh, he played 37 minutes last game against Orlando and scored 36 points. Mm-hmm. So he's mm-hmm. got to potentially look at on a a point prop because he's he's kind of the volume scorer when these guys are out. But you also have Josh Green, who's who's playing very well, um, not last game, but just overall overall this season. Josh Green would would soak up a ton of minutes. He's played 33 or more minutes in three straight games and hasn't really done much. He scored 21 against uh, against the Hawks. Um, and then Hardy would be the other guy. Jaden Hardy uh, can can turn into kind of a volume guy. He played 27 minutes in that Magic game, shot eight of nine from the field. I don't think he'll be that efficient again, but the the volume is certainly going to be there with guys like Doncic and Kyrie out. And then, again, I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, but if a Dante Exum or a Derek Jones Jr. were to be added to that injury list out, like 
those are guys that would play 30 minutes tonight if they if they are healthy enough to play. So if we can get one of those guys out too, the the props on these other wings that are healthy and going to play uh, become that much more valuable. So it's against Minnesota. You're risking, you know, playing against a good defense. You're risking the blowout factor. But some of these guys have to go off and put up some numbers in in this game. All right, so that's the trickiness of the card tonight. You do like at least one player prop as of uh, right now, early this morning. What do you want to do with Brandon Miller? Yeah, so Brandon Miller on the points over, ever since he came back from injury uh, seven games ago, he has been playing really well. He's averaging 20.4 points, five rebounds, 2.7 assists over the last seven games. He's generally been floating in the 16 to to 18 and a half uh, range on his point prop. So he's the guy that I would look over on. Um, but I might wait again because, again, Ball and Bridges are both questionable for Charlotte. That's just how this slate is going to be tonight, apparently. It's all wait and see. So I, I like him even more if one or both of those guys were to sit. But even within the flow of things for the Hornets, when those guys have played, just the uh, him coming back from injury with a guy like Gordon Hayward out, and then Charlotte moving Terry Rozier to Miami has opened up a, a larger role for him. Uh, there was one game that he got in early foul trouble against Houston where he only played 20 minutes. Um, and other than that, he's been getting a ton of volume. He's over his point prop in five of the seven games. There was the foul trouble game and then just an awful shooting game for him where he had 12 points against Utah. And the other angle to look at this to play it two ways, Brandon Miller first quarter point prop has been four and a half throughout this run. He's been playing since the Rozier trade more minutes. He used to play about eight minutes in the first quarter. Now he's playing 10, mm. 11 minutes in the first quarter when he's not in foul trouble. So he's gone over. He scored five or more points in the first quarter in six of the seven games since he's come back from injury uh, and has, even though he missed it once, given himself a much better shot at it with like about two extra minutes since the Rozier trade. Great observation. Uh, we have like 30 seconds here. You like Xavier as well in college basketball? Yeah, I'm leaning Xavier. It's a tough college hoops card tonight. The the red flag, the reason why I haven't bet them is that they're eight and four at home, which, yeah, nice record. But you look at some of these these college teams like, you know, the teams you want to be backing at home at this stage of the season are like 10 and two, mm -hmm. 11 and one undefeated like an Iowa state. So that's the reason I haven't played them so far. But if you look at the betting splits up on vcin.com, very sharp to to Xavier in what's essentially a home pick em game. You can catch the sweats. Weekends, 8 a.m. Eastern, right here on VSIN and also the DraftKings Network. Julio, Julian's on that show every single weekend, and it goes for a full two hours here. They do a really good job on it. Julian, thanks for the time today. Good luck. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Big, big card tonight in the NBA, as he explained there. Tricky card tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.